0: Open a cold box of wine, or pour something cold on ice, because it's the Binge Watches Podcast.
1: If we can manage to get through the theme song without it breaking up, Dave, maybe it'll be successful. Uh, we're sitting around thinking this episode's already cursed right from the jump. We'll find out, folks. We're like starting our run of holiday, Halloween, horror movie season type stuff. We jam-packed the episode with a bunch of movies to watch. Hey, if you got a cold one, drink it. Crack it open. Um, Disclaimer, if you get too drunk and you climb on your roof and you celebrate Halloween by falling off and spearing yourself on the fence post, hey, all we said was crack open a cold one. We didn't say dance on the roof and fall off and kill yourself. That's dark, but it's that kind of episode. It's uh, October, and the year of uh, the monkey... Something, something, 2000, 3000, depending on which calendar you follow. And uh, we're going to do a podcast. Jordy's always there's Dangerous Dave. He's so hey. dangerous. He'll tell you his opinions on movies, whether he hates him or not. And then Jordan, she's so savage that she may not even have seen it and can just tell you if it's good or not without even having to watch a classic movie or two. She can just tell you right off, right out of the gate, like, hey, no, watch it or don't. Um, How you feeling, Dave?
2: Um, oh, okay. I
1: <laughs> Better than me, because I'm, I'm going to the dark side. This is a weird side, way like to start first... off the
2: season, I'm going to say, man.
1: What is it? What is it a way to start off the I season? I said it's just
2: a weird way to start off the season, both movies and uh, this uh, this feed right now. General vibes? <laughs> Jordan, how are you feeling?
0: Oh, I'm feeling groovy. I'm ready to nice talk about some movies with you guys.
1: Well, I actually watched... Vampire in Brooklyn, which Dave told me he doesn't like, but I watched that to wash out the taste, a metallic, tingy, bile kind of taste in my mouth after watching three duds in a row. (laughs) And so usually we really stake out this season like in advance. We go, these are qualified horror movies, no problem. We're going to review them to death. It's going to be great. And this year, like I took a chance on three new releases and they all kind of sucked in my opinion and okay maybe it's karma because i did pick one that i knew was going to be kind of a dud on netflix like i had a we had a general feeling that the new monsters movie by rob zombie was going to be a trash and it was trash we're like okay we'll watch two good movies and we'll make fun of the third one ha 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 we'll get a bunch of laughs the joke's really on me because i picked three movies i watched them and i go oh wow now we have to do a whole podcast on these three (laughs) movies i don't even know if that's possible (laughs) because they all suck. <laughs> but we'll, we'll vet it out we'll see we'll see what happens um we're here really to talk about my best friend's exorcism which is a new movie and it's on amazon prime is that right dave is that where it yeah. is yeah it's Amazon prime original. Right yeah an amazon original <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the other I mean, movies we're gonna we're gonna get into later will be obviously the new hocus pocus 2 which is on uh Disney Plus. I'll do different voices for all three of what I think the channels sound like. Disney Plus. And then the final movie, as we mentioned already, is The Monsters. On Netflix. On Netflix. Mm. Yeah. I think it sounds like that because of Bridgerton. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, because, you know, rest in peace, Bridgerton, season three. They're never going to get there um the way they're canceling shows left and right and going back to shows with commercials it's like it's really funny actually there might be some light at the end of this tunnel everybody's canceling their on-demand subscriptions and uh did you guys see warner brothers got in trouble for juicing their hbo max numbers and also um what are they dumping oh if you buy something video on demand, it's just like what they call a long-term rental. If you read the fine print, you never actually own the movie that you downloaded for 99 on sale or whatever. Like, so people are like, Oh, so maybe DVD sales will come back like soaring into physical media and all the clickers like, yeah, get it on DVD. And I'm like, Oh, that'd be really interesting. If like, yeah. Cause they're going to put commercials in these, these uh, on demand things now. Right. That's like regular television. Right. You remember this? You just, like, watch a show on Fox 30 or whatever. And like, commercials so now netflix and all these other things are gonna have commercials and then so i'm like oh that's an opportunity for like video stores to come roaring back and then dave can open dangerous
2: videos right dave
1: sure <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, i'm i'm literally understanding every fifth word you're saying right now oh great
0: huh. i'm enjoying it Keep so a if roll, i feel if i look
2: lost it's because
0: i am but I already pay for like all the streaming services, and I'm pretty sure I watch commercials in all of them. So yeah. it's almost already like watching cable. Yeah, you mm. know.
1: Well, in other home video headlines, did you guys see that Hugh Jackman was coming back as Wolverine for Deadpool three?
0: I have seen some articles. That's rad. Yeah,
1: that's pretty badass.
0: I mean, Hugh Jackman in anything. We already talked about this with that. <laughs>
1: Robot movie. <laughs> Hugh Jackman oh, yes. in
0: anything. My favorite. Oh, that's a great endorsement. Was him in, in denim jeans? So. Anything.
1: I'm writing that down. Hugh Jackman in anything. That's like the quote of the episode.
2: In fact, Fine. you know, we should just have a new segment where we t- take classic movies and put Hugh Jackman in a famous role instead of somebody else.
0: <laughs> I would be okay. <laughs>
2: um,
1: speaking of Halloween, did you guys ever see the Trick or Treat movie? There's well, I guess there's like two movies called Trick or Treat, but there's this one with this little guy. Um, his name is Sam, but he's after like Sam Hain, you know, like the the seasonal spirit of the when the solstice or whatever, like the Halloween spirit thing. But he's got a little pumpkin face, and he's in a horror movie called Trick or Treat, and uh, people love that little dude. And anyway, they're gonna finally make a part two. I mean, they've been they've been talking about part two for like. 10 years maybe has it been 10 years since the other one came out yeah about a decade so looks like they're finally gonna do like a uh a freaking part two um david you love nightmare before christmas did you hear that they might do a prequel show
2: and i just today (laughs) from your notes (laughs) (laughs) uh no Uh, i mean uh I don't know. Uh, just do it, and let's see how it is. I'm I'm always wary of any show that like takes that long or something after the source material because <laughs> it's not always not always good. But okay, I have a lot. Of, uh, I don't know. I love that. Sh- I love that movie. I watch it like twice a year for Halloween and Christmas. So see, I
1: thought when I dropped that, you would be like super excited. This is, like one of your favorite movies. Yeah. With Jack the Skull ah! King, and... <laughs> is that is that exciting?
0: Ah! I,
2: I mean, right. be, weird, be, I mean, yeah. There's a weird energy in this gym tonight, David. You need to turn this around, okay? <laughs> well, like I said, like I'm trying to keep up with what you're saying because it's really hard right now, and it's not. Your uh, fault. I, I won't ask you anything specific, then. You just keep nodding your head in the background.
1: Uh, there's also a short film being made into a, uh, an original Halloween three. Okay, Jordan, this is going to be really hard to explain. So, seventy nine, they make a movie called Halloween. Then a couple years later, they make Halloween two. They pull Michael Myers through a fire. He doesn't die. They make another one. They make part three. It's not about Michael Myers. Because they're like, oh, yeah, Halloween's supposed to be like an anthology where every year the Halloween thing is like a different v- villain or, like, whatever. It's, like, supposed to be like Crypt Keeper. It tells from the crypt or, like, whatever. So in the third one, these Halloween masks, if the kids watch commercials on the TV, I think their heads would explode. Hmm. Is that
2: right, David? Would heads explode? Let's see if you can catch up.
0: Oh my God! What, what? is going
2: on <laughs> again? I can't understand half of <laughs> what you're saying. All right, let's um, keep talking. So, in Halloween, if, if, if you trying explode. to confirm that, do they turn into bugs and snakes? Yes, yes, they do. Because I didn't hear what you said. Great. All right. Sorry, um, I'm not trying to be sassy, <laughs> jerk. So already. anyway, so
1: after Halloween three, they went back to Michael Myers, and he didn't die in the fire. They showed him in a freaking ambulance. And he's being driven somewhere, and he gets out. It's a whole other movie. And then, like, for two more movies, he's chasing his freaking little niece around. Mm-hmm. And then then they made a sequel to that original... Con- I call it the original continuity, because then Rob Zombie makes two Halloween movies. And now this new company has made three movies with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And that's supposed to be, like, the official continuity. But that goes all the way back to number one and cuts out two, three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever, it's really hard to follow because you have to like draw a line with a crayon because it's like... It's your... So this short film would harken back to the original continuity of the original part three, even though there's actually three part threes out there now. and There's about to be a, a fourth part three, which just doesn't make any sense anymore.
0: So it's like oh part three is really the first of the second timeline?
2: I think they need to go back and rebrand these. Like, you know how comic books will have characters in like different storylines or universes like you know superman infinity or i don't know I, I don't keep up with comics they're gonna have to do that with halloween where they're like all right this is michael My- the michael myers series or uh, the i don't know <laughs> well they've <laughs> like, killed the sister the Spoiler alert, folks
1: if you haven't watched any of the halloween stuff they've killed laurie strode's character i think mm-hmm. three times now this will be the third time coming up if she does die if johnny curtis has a third death in in this new third movie which is the fourth third movie that they've attempted to make. Your, your head could really explode trying to track the Halloween movies. There
2: are literally charts online that like tell you, like okay, is this storyline or this storyline or this universe, whatever they call it. But the movie we started talking
1: about that a short film was going to be a sequel to, the original Halloween 3 is called Season of the Witch. It could literally exist outside of the Halloween movies because of what it's about. I mean, it takes place relatively in the same place. I think they there's like a loose tie-in to Haddonfield or something Hmm. in the third one. But otherwise it's not the same killer whatever. It's these Halloween masks from Shamrock toys or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, Uh, you can totally make its own storyline because Halloween three while in that universe was a totally different story. So you can split off something from that.
1: Yeah. Thanks Dave for backing up what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tonight's movie is called my best friend's exorcism. Hold on. I'll pull up the description for this movie real quick. And tell people what we're actually talking about somehow. Okay. In 1988, best friends Abby and Gretchen navigate boys' pop culture and a paranormal force clinging to Gretchen. With the help from a mall exorcist, Abby is determined to compel the demon back to the pits of hell if it doesn't kill Gretchen first. That movie is called My Best Friends Exorcism. Dave, you got any dangerous thoughts, facts, trivia about tonight's movie? And they better be dangerous.
2: Uh, I I got him as dangerous as I could find them. So uh, in the movie, the demon Andrus is actually a real demon that it was noted as the 63rd spirit summoned by King Solomon. Um, And um, in artistic interpretations, Andrus is uh, shown drawn as a human like body and an owl's head. Uh, So the owl at the end of the movie is a nod that Andrus might still be around. Um, that wasn't very clear from watching it on its own
1: it had a name <laughs> uh, cuz thought it looked like a creature from troll 2 it was like really crappy yeah. it's like i called it the hobgoblin cuz it just, it wasn't yeah, recognizable a, as a demon i don't know
2: it, well That's yeah funny. well so speaking of the demon itself um among men some of the many changes from the novel to screen uh the demon is never actually really shown in the mo- in the novel but set on fire immediately before anybody can see what it looks like so I guess the movie decided. We so why didn't the movie do, do
1: that? I That's don't know. I they made
2: a damn it,
1: dude. See, the, <laughs> you know. Okay, now I'm super, super frustrated. This is why. So the book did something really cool and creative and just scared you with your imagination. So if the movie had hinted at what the demon looked like, it would made the movie have may have been like, we don't do star ratings around here. We do binge now, binge later, binge never. But seriously, if they had just hinted at the monster and not showed me this little shitty CGI hobgoblin. That looked like a cheap rubber mask monster movie from uh-huh. like Troll Two, then it would go up a rating for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be a little bit better. Oh man, Agreed. I'm gonna bite my tongue on this one.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. And, do you have any more? It makes facts me want to go drop? read the
2: book, but
1: because uh, is... I'm anxious to just start tearing these movies apart. So. <laughs> do you have any more facts to drop, or we yeah, just get right all the facts. nasty That's business? all the
2: facts that I found. Let's just
1: chop this shit down. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> actually, we have to go to some messages. I'm, like, a, I'm like skipping over the sponsored messages so I, I can just rip apart the freaking... Oh, boy. I'm excited now, folks. Okay. Let's see. What are we going to do here? going to do some, uh, some branding real quick before we get into this. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. First one up is Fight Camp brings you the best workout in the world into your home and they make it fun. You can explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers that you meet on your own time. Live punch stats motivate you to push harder and help you map out your progress. Knock out achievements or go head to head against other rivals from across the country. I didn't notice that last time. That's pretty cool. I could challenge you in my exercises, David. I could challenge you. Across the country or across the living room, learn the basics and sharpen your skills over time through tailored paths. You can get a, let's see, getting stronger is hard work, but that doesn't mean it can't be fun. Fight camp blurs the line between fitness and gaming. It's a fitter, happier you, which is worth fighting for. It also includes, my favorite part, brain fitness. Boxing requires focus, precise combinations, push you to think about every punch you throw. It's the ultimate way to clear your mind and forget you're working out. Fight Cat comes with all the gear that you need to start boxing from home, including a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and smart punch trackers, and takes up less space than you think. If you have enough room to do a push up, you have enough room for fight camp, and it includes a workout for the whole family. Get the whole family involved. It's one of the only home workouts that is safe for kids because there's no heavy weights or spinning wheels. It's an amazing way to get them get their energy out. Learn something new and share an experience with the whole family. Join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home with Fight Camp. You can get started by going to fightcamp.com forward slash binge watchers to learn more. That one was a mouthful. Try to get through the other one faster. CableTV.com is doing a horror movie trivia contest starting freaking, well, today, today, I think. And it goes through the whole month of October this year. I'm going to tell you about it. They're partnering up with... uh, well, I had their thing. Here it is. They're partnering up with Full Moon Features. They're uh, the studio behind such cult classics like Puppet Master, Castle Freak, one of my favorites, Trancers, or Man, And they're going to run a daily horror trivia contest on Twitter. So let me share this with you. You can go and check out the contest. It's running weekdays from October 3rd to October 31st. All the questions are posted by the Cable TV Twitter account. All contestants need to do to enter is reply to their daily trivia question with the correct answer. They're randomly going to select winners on the next business day. It's running again from October 3rd to the 30th. They're going to have a prize of a $25 Amazon gift card on the 31st. You can also have a chance to get a $50 gift card plus full moon features prize package. that would be cool if they are giving away some of their movies. Full contest details plus terms and conditions can be found on the link that we're sharing in the podcast notes. So that's a trivia contest, horror movie trivia contest sponsored by cable TV.com. And their partner Full Moon Features, which, uh, I love those guys. So anyway, check out their trivia contest and see what's going on. That's going freaking all month long. Dave, you like trivia?
2: Did you ask me something? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, Dave. Forget it. Because all I heard was (laughs) Dave and then nothing. Looks like we're recording podcasts in, like, different, like,
1: dimensions or something. I don't know. Basically. Uh oh, hey Jordan. You want to huh. read us in favorite bits?
0: It's the bits. It's the time. Yeah. Um, for the movie, I thought there was some pretty funny one-liners, like I'm going to Gretchen's where her mom's hamburger doesn't need any help because she was Holding oh,
1: helper. the fight about the hamburger helper yeah. <laughs> the with the mom and dad at the main girl's house? Yeah, yeah.
0: There was not <laughs> a lot, but there was like some, of, a few that made me laughing, uh, laugh pretty freaking hard. I would also say that the mall exorcist was like the best part. Uh, one of his one, one, one-liners was run-of-the-mill puke in rebuke. I thought that was pretty funny, but and that's to do- mean... Do
1: you recognize him? He's the dude that plays the rich kid on GLOW, and he finances the wrestling
0: team, and then takes him to Vegas? Never seen GLOW, but I heard that it's super super good. Whoa. Yeah.
1: You gotta watch GLOW.
0: I'll have to watch it. Because it's, like, totally up my alley, isn't it? Like, chick wrestlers?
2: Oh, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Yeah,
0: sounds amazing. Um, But, yeah, no, I did feel like this movie was trying to be a lot of things. Like, I liked the role religion had to play in this, and then you know comedy horror but then like the whole goblin thing looks like it just stepped right out of a Harry Potter movie and just did not look <laughs> like <it>. <laughs> <laughs> like Dobby the household like, <laughs> yeah like a hell itself i'm like it just went from like horror to fantasy and i just was like what this yeah i Dang. felt like like with dave's details earlier about the movie if they just like they could have made it so much more like perfect or scary or anything yeah. that just it was like the one i, I found it thing. lukewarm
1: like it was like barely an exorcism you know what i mean like right. i expected him to push the horror stuff and like as you said they advertise it like a horror comedy but they're not pushing either genre like really as hardcore right. as they should they're kind of just like give you like surface ingredients of like oh yeah so you mentioned cheeseburgers so i'll use that well you said it was a line from the movie but it's like it's like going to 7-Eleven and here's a cheeseburger that we can put in our microwave, or here's In-N-Out Burger, which you can get a really good burger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're both cheeseburgers, technically, but one is barely a cheeseburger, right? So it's, it's like, uh, yeah. it's kind of like that. Like, they, we barely made a movie about exorcism. It's like, hey, it qualifies, she gets possessed, she pukes, and then the, there's a demon, well, you know? Right. Uh, I, man. It's I thought sort of...
0: she I thought they did a good job of like playing into the other girls' like weakness or like mm. their you know fears and I thought that was like way more scary and like cut a little deeper than the goblin. Or I guess it's supposed to be a demon, right? It's supposed to be like straight up freaking demon from hell and it looked like a goblin. So yeah. Um, but what about you, Dave?
2: Um I, I i'm not even i'm not even joking i have nothing i've watched this movie one and a <laughs> half times this movie is in one search a of a personality like I, you've been saying like it's not it's trying to be a comedy and it's trying to be horror and it's doing neither well right um i'm really sad because i was looking forward to this movie this is a book i've been wanting to read and i still might because my understanding is fans of the book are not happy with it so that yeah i think the movie you.
1: probably ruins the book's reputation probably
2: I don't know. I mean, it had a pretty strong reputation before that. Hopefully it doesn't kill. I mean, most, most book people are pretty wise to know whether movies can ruin stuff. Um, but it just, it has no personality. It just falls flat. And I feel, I really feel sorry for one of the stars, little Elsie Fisher. She was in that great movie a few years ago, eighth grade. And she has just like, not (laughs) done too well since like she keeps getting stuff like this. um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie earlier this year, although I liked it. That was good, man. We spent a lot of time I know. talking about how good I'm that was. I'm surprised people hated it, but a lot of people hated it. Um, that She just needs to get a better agent or something. She keeps. Well, maybe divisive fan base because,
1: like, you know, we have Hellraiser coming up, and I'm a hardcore Hellraiser fan. And I've hated like half the movies that they've made. So if the new one sucks, it's a hard sell, man. It's a hard sell for certain movies.
2: Well, er- early, early word is the new Hellraiser is good. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I'm not even trying to be mean on this movie on purpose. Like it just, I have nothing. Mem- like there's stuff in this movie that's trying to be memorable. Like hey, let's have a funny moment with uh, fetal pigs, and she'll make it alive. It's not funny, at least not in this movie. <laughs> it's just like nothing works in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, I don't know. My favorite bit was when I got to turn it off. <laughs> I do
1: <don't know. laughs> What I I wondered if there's dudes like that in the mall. Like if there was early TV like evangelists. Like um, so I remember Workaholics had an episode where there was like we we bench press for the lord or whatever and it was like a team of workout people that are also really into the bible and then these brothers in the movie are like the same kind of thing they have like a muscle troop so like work out and pray and that, that's why i want then the younger one supposedly is actually a real psychic because he he knows a little bit about real exorcism in this movie mm-hmm. but i just wondered, elizabeth was, was that like a thing like on like like 80s television or something you know like if they had just groups like this it would do shows in malls and I mean, maybe they did cause wrestling was becoming a big thing there. So maybe like there was like uh wrestling for Jesus or something. Who knows? Did like a big on run, like the
2: public access stuff in the day.
1: Oh, maybe <laughs> like regional, but that's the other thing too. Like regional channels, like regional stuff's going to come back now. Wow. It could have been like a regional TV show. Or you dial in on the phone, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> Like, oh, you got a demon in your best friend? Give us a call. We'll figure it out. There's not too much good to say about this movie. I was excited to see him because I recognize the actor from Glow, uh, which David was mentioning public access, like that type of league for wrestling back in the day in the 80s probably would have been like a public access show in like Cincinnati or something. Uh, it's hard to find something to like in this movie. I mean, the most consistent scenes kind of happen in the beginning, like right before she gets possessed when they're running through the haunted house. But then they have like stereotypes like they have like the jock boy who's dumb. And you'll find another one of those in another Tonight's Movies. You'll see that again in Hocus Pocus, too. Oh, man. It's like all stereotypes, but obvious. I guess we can rate it. This is going to be easy. I think we all Mm -hmm. are generally going to rate it the same.
0: Um. I'm gonna be so nice and say it can be a binge later if you are gonna have a, a girl's night with your girlfriends and wanna watch something spooky and festive, but outside that scenario, binge never for sure. So, do
1: you think it's a gender specific movie? Like, do you think you have to be part of some clique or have I a different thought- perspective to enjoy the movie?
0: I think if you're someone who likes trash TV, like me, like the bachelorette <laughs> and the bachelor, like you could probably like watch this with your girlfriends and not that it's going to be this like movie. All of you are are talking about after it's like something funny to put on. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Pass the time, but not like I'm not going to go tell people about this movie. You know what I'm saying?
2: Dave, does it qualify as a popcorn movie? Uh, no, it's a it's a turn off movie. I don't know. I, it's it's not the worst movie I've seen. Like I don't have such anger about it. I can like go on a rampage, <laughs> but it's just there's nothing here. It's just it's a non movie almost. Um, just everything falls flat. So it's. Dude, there's so many better movies you could watch. So binge never find something else to watch instead.
0: (laughs) What do you guys define as a popcorn movie? Like, what is the definition of a popcorn movie?
2: Just just a movie like uh, you know you're engaged, like you know it's what they used to call like you know if you go see a blockbuster movie, you're just munching your popcorn. Like Top Gun this year would be like the popcorn movie of the year. Like Like, yeah, they're doing this is a
1: this is a description (laughs) that Dave created a couple years ago. Like this is a Dave only like standard. So. A popcorn movie, from my understanding of being his friend, is that, like, if I recommend watching Armageddon and I think there's an emotional scene, you know, between Bruce Willis and freaking Ben Affleck for, like, five seconds, there's, it like, oh, it's a popcorn movie. It's very entertaining, hmm. but it necessarily doesn't win awards and doesn't get talked yeah. about or, you know, critiqued highly or whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think this would be a popcorn movie either.
1: Like, it falls, like short, a falls short of even being a popcorn movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it sucks i don't know what to tell you people i i was excited i was like we reported on this a few months ago and we're like this is coming out this is going to be really cool blah 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 it's adapted from like what sounds like a great premise uh i'm probably not going to read the book now i want to know what the hell the deal is there's all these owls flying around i'm like okay well owls are actually a symbol of wisdom they're mostly associated with as a good animal i think uh if I were to ask like a Wiccan podcaster, hey, in Wicca, isn't an owl like a symbol of pro- like goodness or something? So it's like, because there's the, owls it, through this whole movie and whatever. The like, first is one owl, the movie then two, doesn't three, explain then three, it. Four, you have to, like, I had to
2: do digging to find out. What? Yeah, but what? It's to because the, the god has an owl head in artist interpretations, and that's about it. <laughs>
0: It could have wow. been so much more cool if that was like d- explained, too. Yeah, like right? that,
2: like John was like, what's the deal with the owls? I'm like, I don't know. I'll That's all I thought. I, I mean,
1: my most consistent thought in the movie was like, okay, they're doing a couple things we've seen in other movies. Like, you know. But then owls. <laughs> you know, Like, yeah. so many owls. Like. So yeah, it's a binge never. And I think if it's two out of three, Jordan was real nice this week.
2: Mm-hmm. And she
1: said a BL. But Dave and I both dropped that hard Hard binge never's on you. So I think overall, I mean, that's what that means. Don't ever watch it. Um, I'd just say
2: skip it. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe we don't have more than BS three ratings.
1: <laughs> I'd say
2: binge maybe if you're dying to see it. But even then, I'd be like, eh, you can Oh, do don't
1: pull it. out an in-between rating to save this movie, David. Save those for... <laughs> save, save those. Those are like get-out-of-jail-free get cards, you know? like <laughs> Save them. Save them for something you really want to save. All right. So mode. funny. Uh, we also watched Hocus Pocus 2 and the Monsters. So let's... uh. You guys want to poke around Hocus Pocus, or do you want to dive into the monsters?
0: Um, uh,
2: I'll I'll tell you what I'll, I'll let Jordan go on. I'll tell you the one good thing I can uh, say at it: the girls who played the young sisters in the first so ten minutes, cute. solid. The girl, the little girl playing the Bette Midler role, was solid. That's what I got to say
0: for Hocus Pocus.
1: <laughs>
2: first ten minutes.
1: Anyway, there's three witches that called the Sanderson sisters. The main sister, when they're adults, was played by Bette Midler. Dave, you might assume they don't haven't seen Hocus Pocus or Hocus Pocus 2. So you're just like, it's a movie about three little girls. They go on an adventure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, in the end of Hocus Pocus, the witches got locked away by a brother and sister team and a cat who was the previous brother who got cursed because he lost the sister. You know what's funny about the sequel? It does a great job of making you forget that the witches eat children. Like it wants you to sympathize with them as children. And then they kind of glance over the fact that like some of the bad stuff in the first movie was because they ate that guy's sister. he's a cat, but his sister's gone. I think she shows up as a ghost, if I remember the movie correctly. She does show up at one point, but it's like and they reference eating children a couple of times in the sequel, but you're right they're, when they're kids, they're just too cute because you kind of forget that they grow up to eat children to keep their magic alive. <laughs> you know what I mean like they just suck on kid baby souls. <laughs>
0: They definitely glaze over. They're like, oh, killed Emily. <laughs> like, yeah. Emily Binks, just real quick. Just tossed yeah. him in there. But, no, I thought it was so cute. I- I mean, you, got,
1: you got Tony Hell, who's becoming almost a Disney-exclusive actor, even though I like him in this indie movie that we're going to cover later. Eventually, we'll get around to it. But, you know, he shows up playing the mayor and the bloodline of the mayor and the future mayor and every mayor. Um, there's a new group of kids. Mm-hmm. and for whatever reason we drop in another good actor who's the actor that played the shop owner david who d- tries to do some magic to stop the witches
0: yeah he was in the werewolf movie that we watched. Are you
2: talking about sam uh sam, i think his name sam richardson
0: yeah he's
1: hilarious yeah and he's barely got anything to do in this movie kind of a couple jokes mostly hangs out with the the mummified boyfriend billy something billy bathson Billy, Butcher, Billy no, or something no, like that. Billy no, anyway, Butcherson.
0: Yeah. Billy yeah. Butcherson. And oh, that's
1: but- is, huh? And that's uh played by um
2: Doug oh, Jones.
1: Man. What?
2: I think it's Doug Jones, the makeup. Yeah, yeah, Doug Jones. So he's like
1: a masterful actor who's usually in makeup. Most of his roles are in like monster makeup. He was in that movie that won the Academy Award that General De Toro did, Shape Sheep of Water. Water. Yeah. Ugh, that um, was so good. But Jordan made a funny joke about the Roombas because essentially in these movies, there was a throwaway joke in the first one where they couldn't get a broom to fly on, so they just grabbed whatever they got. One of them got like a shop vac or something. And then in this one, it's like they got a a wet vac, a broom, and then the thing for itself Roombas or whatever, right? I thought Um, it was so
0: funny because it's like the modern day brooms and mobs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Jordan got a tweet back from freaking... Someone that runs an account about Roombas having a mind of their own.
0: Yeah, Roomba retweeted me.
1: So the yeah, Roomba <laughs> uprising.
0: Uh, fi-
1: I guess that's that's it. <laughs> we don't have any final thoughts on on the movie. Whatever, watch it if you have a Disney Plus. See, that's the thing. Like the other thing about like popcorn movies, we need to come up with like a movie that's just like a buffet that's like you could watch a bunch of bad movies, but because you're paying the same money for all the movies, it doesn't matter, right? It's like. It's on Disney Plus, and there's like a bunch of other movies, including the original. So if you watch five movies, it's already paid for itself, right? Yeah. Because you watch five things. You like the three of them, four of them, and that one's a dud. Whatever.
2: Yeah. Disney uh, Plus is said, like, hey, we've always got Marvel and Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the monsters. So apparently, I didn't know Rob Zombie was a fan of the monsters. I like Herman Monster. Yeah. Fred Gwynn. He's the original Herman Monster. He's also in freaking. Um, geez, what's the thing with the dead cat?
2: Ta- are you talking Engaged. about Gage? Oh, pet oh, pet
1: Yeah. So before he died, friend Gwynn was actually featured as the nosy neighbor, but also a pseudo guide through the workings of the pet cemetery. But anyway, go back and watch him in the original monsters, colorized or original black and white. The show is great. Um, so the funny. movie's not. I literally I said it's a well-dressed turd, and I kind of stand by that. Uh, you know, I guess it'll be awkward, but I don't think Rob Zombie and I are ever going to be in a place where we're get, getting a drink or at the same bar at the same time, so I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, <laughs> as it turns out, one of his Halloweens is my favorite of his movies. His version of Halloween 2 I like a lot. So
2: I, I, I haven't seen the Halloween movies in a lot. I remember liking them, but... Um, uh... Yeah, a well dressed turd is probably the best way to say it. Or, as me, my wife watched it for a half hour with me and she called it a turd that f- f- uh, rolled down a glitter hill. Because oh. <laughs> it's it's pretty to look at, but it's still a turd at the end. That's underneath. about it. It
1: has a lot of style, there's a lot of tone
2: but you no know what i have like i think two giggles and this is saying something the two giggles i got from this movie were uh visual jokes or reading jokes like she's reading a book like the undertaker's uh, secret lover and there was like another uh, a, a newspaper joke that said like count orlock eaten by uh rats on it like that was it like and they, they weren't jokes delivered by people <laughs> it was like reading jokes. just background fodder yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um i don't know rob zombie is not funny um Rob, I mean, here, here's the funny thing. I don't, if anybody buys into the auteur theory, you know, of like the director being like the visionary that carries a movie, the, Rob Zombie is an auteur. He always has a visual flair, but he can never tell a story. Like, this movie has no no plot almost. Like, oh, they fall in love, they get married, and then they go on well, wacky. Does business.
1: nepotism apply to working with your wife or just your children? Like, because cherry Moon
2: Fry or whatever? No, that's Sher- actually... Sherry Moon Zombie. Well, the Sherry thing Woods is, the movie, is like,
1: sorry, I was thinking of the other one who plays uh, what's Punky Brewster? Punky Brewster, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Different, like different I'm movie. beginning to wonder if she actually wants to act, or if she's just he just has to put her in these things and she just goes along with it because she's not the the Halloween movies are the closest she's gotten to doing actually good acting. <laughs> um, she's just not good. Oh yeah, she but actually, but then again, nobody else is in this movie either, so it's not like all in her shoulders. Fred, to be the, fair,
1: I tried to give her a chance that there's a witch movie that he made about witches in, like, a possessed theater uh, I hated
2: Lords of Salem. Bleh. Yeah, I hated that movie. Rob Zombie's not a, I, oh, not a good Oh, you know what? Director. You just
1: reminded me of something, because you said the word Salem. I should point out, in Hocus Pocus 2, I mean, we're moving backwards in the conversation, but in Hocus Pocus 2, like, that version of Salem does not exist. Like, all the old houses are not clustered together in, like, a, a little area that says, like, you know, historical houses. In the real Salem, it's, like, city, city shitty town, an old house with a plaque on it, so it's there, and then it goes the rest of the shitty, then there's another town, whatever, and there's like a a McDonald's, and like a bunch of pizza places, an abnormal number of pizza places, and an army supply surplus store, but basically, like, there's like an old cemetery from the 1800s or whatever, 1600s. The witch museum sucks, and it's definitely a tourist trap. They have like these old animatronic things that go like, in 1660, John Proctor and that, 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 you know, like, like that. Oh
0: my god! And anyway,
1: mm-hmm. thanks for saying the name of that movie because then it got me to go on a diatribe and a little <laughs> tangent about I really wanted people to know that the real Salem was just like a place. Yeah, but yeah, Hocus Pocus definitely puts some movie magic on that. <laughs> um, it's like a city, you know. It's like any old city that sucks up the people who don't live there with just cash. Just give me your cash come in here. I'll tell you all about the witches. Give me your cash. I can tell Jordan so really wants to be in a good mood. The and monsters bringing are so good.
0: I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'll never go to Salem. Mm-hmm.
1: Jordan's never experienced a bipolar episode like this, has she, David? <laughs> it's just totally dark in tone. Uh, I don't know. It would be funny if, like, eventually I'm in a meeting and they're like, oh, by the way, we heard this one podcast that you did. I'm like, we're not going to make Top Wolf now because we
2: heard that podcast, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to roll along with half of what you're saying. <laughs> ah, story of my life. Yes. Top Wolf. Okay. Which, again, our fictional movie is much better than this real movie that got put into the world, The monsters
1: Throwing down the gauntlet. This is
0: true. This is
1: our, true. Our fictional uh, movie.
2: <laughs> uh, Darn. Uh, having said that, hey, Rob Zombie, if you like the idea enough, sure you can direct the movie. <laughs> Make Top Wolf. He already, he already made the trailer for the werewolf movie in um, Grindhouse. It was like Werewolf Women of the S.
1: So, this podcast is about every other movie that you should watch. We've named like several, exactly. at least <laughs> six other movies that you can watch instead of the three that we mentioned would have been good stand ins. Although, I can't believe Dave doesn't like Vampire in Brooklyn. Do you know this movie, Jordan?
0: I do not.
2: The historically bad movie that Eddie Murphy and Wes Craven like stepped away from. Eddie basically. Murphy plays Dracula.
1: Hmm. In it's, a it's, cool not,
2: it's not a good movie. Even the stars in Angela like, Bassett you know, does a like, great job in that movie. He's doing good. She well, that's because Bassett can't be bad. That's not, her, mm. that's not her fault just because the surrounding movie around her still sucks. Bassett's always going to be great. Yeah, but it's kind okay. of a cool idea. Like
1: what if Dracula was a Jamaican vampire and then he goes to the Bronx instead of going to London? You know, like it's kind
2: of cool. Yeah, the, the, there's nothing wrong with the idea. It's just the movie never, never worked. Like it's, it's kind of like the, the movie tonight. Like it's a trying to be a comedy, and then there's also trying to be a horror movie, and it never quite fits together well.
1: Yeah, it's less funny. It's more of a horror movie that one. In
2: yeah. fact, I think like I remember hearing some behind the scenes. Like they hired Wes Craven to make it scary, and then they kept throwing in jokes. He's like, I'm not a joke guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't direct comedy. So it always, it always felt a little off.
0: And how do you feel about the movie, Johnny?
2: Which one? The one that I brought up? is Yeah, a, a, this the... last
0: one. To Wait. rinse your mouth from the taste. Which one? Which one?
1: <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn.
0: There you go. Oh, I
1: think it's pretty good. Obviously, I it's a guilty pleasure movie. I would rank it as a popcorn movie if I did my rankings by that. But I don't. Because we have a trademarked ranker on this one. Binge now, <laughs> binge later, binge never. If you love vampire movies, it's gonna be on a binge later list somewhere. But I, I watch it every year. It's one of my Halloween seasonals. I watch it every October.
0: I'll have
1: to watch and, it. Uh, I, that I doesn't literally... feel like
2: a fair rating then. If you watch it every year, that okay, be so like a the binge first one now. I
1: watched <laughs> the monsters first. Then I watched my best friend's Exorcism. Then I tried to watch Hocus Pocus. I fast forwarded through all movies. Then Dave was referencing something, and I was like, I don't remember that. So then I watched Hocus Pocus two again. And Bro- Vampire in Brooklyn is still better than these movies.
2: I, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I don't just. I, I. I'm not even going to argue with you. I'm sure Vampire in Brooklyn is still better than these. At like three o'clock
1: in the morning on Saturday, I was considering sending you guys a text. Watch Vampire
2: in Brooklyn.
1: Turds. Question mark.
2: <laughs> Isn't there also like a movie that came out last year, like Vampires versus the Bronx or the Bronx? Bro- I don't know. It was like Vampires in the, in the Bronx.
1: Yeah, three oh, yeah. kids. It's like a uh, it's very Lost Boise, you know, Ooh! some kids are like, oh, there's definitely vampires here. Let's go do something about it. Get on their <laughs> bikes, race around, kill vampires.
2: Eh. Yeah, maybe I'll have to give it a rewatch like you, you seem to stick up for it a lot. Maybe it's just time that I give Vampire Brooklyn a rewatch. <laughs>
0: I'll give it a shot for sure.
2: Nice.
1: I win. Dave, you got something to say?
2: I mean you just kind of come <laughs> isn't that like you having the final word? I guess uh I don't know I, don't so know, I guess With I wield v- with Vampire a that
1: changes camera angles and cuts David off. <laughs> oh man